0: What is up and welcome in to the EZ Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host Ezra McCann I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all and He's now the head coach at Simeon High School. He is none other than Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the our NFL draft analyst. You can see all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com. He had a mock draft up last week. How how often are you going to be doing the mock drafts now? Oh, I mean, I do them every week, every anyway, week, every, yeah. every week, so every when, week. See, when season begins. I, I'm doing I'm doing them every week. So definitely check him out, NBCSportsChicago.com. He is Glenn Morgan, our GM. Gentlemen, what's going on? We 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 missed a week. I apologize. Um, I was I was in the beautiful uh, beaches of, of, of Jamaica during the coldest <laughs> span hey, of the year.
1: Mad Sorry at you. about that. Hey, I ain't nah. mad at you at all. Nah. I, th- <laughs> I think we left, I think the last episode, we left the people with a very good episode last uh, so time. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> so I think, you know,
0: a week break, a vacation <laughs> for you <laughs> was well deserved. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, when we left off, the Bears hadn't fired Lou Getsy. I think as soon as we posted,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, they let him the go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, since we've been gone, you know what that means. Once uh, they
2: listened to our show, then they went ahead and fired him. That's, that's went, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's usually you what you gotta
0: happens. go. Smoking GM said, You gotta go, man. So, you gotta go. Sorry about that. Um, but now the Bears have their uh, the new offensive coordinator, uh, Shane Waldron, who has been in Seattle for the last three years, uh, in the same capacity. Um, what do you guys think? Is it a, it a good hire for you guys? Yeah, that's it. No, I mean, nah.
1: I, so I, I can't speak too much on it. I'll just say, and I'll be quick with it because I know GM got. I know GM got a. Enough to say about it. So, but me, I'll say it, it's cool. I mean, I guess the fact that he was an OC and, you know, so it's at least the questions we had were like Getty. He didn't call plays. He hadn't been a play caller, never designed an offense. Those type of things we don't have to necessarily worry about with Waldron. So, I guess that gives me hope. I mean, I don't really know what this hire tells on either spectrum. On Are we keeping Justin or are we drafting Caleb? It doesn't, you know, I don't really know. Um, but just for that simple fact that he was an OC, he was only available because of the firing of Pete Carroll. Um, so, it, it just seems a little different from what the Bears typically do kind of got an experienced guy at the posi- at that position I'll say so it was cool to me I I mean I guess you can say what he's done for Gino you know and I'll making Gino a relevant you know you know case in the NFL is a is a major deal. Um, but again, you know, the jury is out still to me. So, uh,
0: meh.
2: <laughs> um, I, I'm 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 a, I'm going to assume a number of people have watched the Boondocks back in the day, animated on Cartoon. uh it Cartoon Network? Was that what was it on or Mm-hmm. Adult. Uh, uh, was adult a, a, swim? Adult swim. A, adult yeah. swim. Yeah. And uh, there, was a, there was an episode where I think either Obama had been elected or was about to be elected or something, and Huey, the older brother, was a more militant brother, so to speak, <laughs> like all of like 12 years old, <laughs> is like, you know, just out like in a parking lot or walking past a group of people. And they're like, hey, little man, hey, little man. Hey, what you feel about Obama being president? And he's like, hmm. meh. Man, man, what what you mean? What, what, what you ain't black enough? What, what, what you in America, you know? They just started giving him business because he was like, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of how I feel about Shane Walden right now. I mean, I, I hear what everyone's saying, or a number of people saying, and the, the good points like he's experienced that's something that we didn't have before. Uh, he he does provide, well, at least his examples show that he is, um malleable when it comes to the type of talent he's dealing with so he's able to flex with you know when he had russell then go from russell to to geno and those are two different types of quarterbacks they really are Uh, and even how they approach the game and how they see themselves um in a lot of ways and geno definitely has matured from his you know when he first came into the league to where he is now but I, I look at that offense and I look at the talent on that offense, and it's much more than what we have had, much mm-hmm. more than what pretty much we've ever had in my lifetime as a Bears fan. I mean, you have two killer receivers, uh, two different types of actually now three, you know, because Smith and Jigger really showed to be mm-hmm. a talent. And and uh, Metcalf is, you know, hard to handle one on one, a dynamic receiver, and Lockett is super dependable. Uh, these guys know how to get open Uh, there's a dynamism with their abilities out there and that has shown in some of the big plays they've had they've had when it comes to scoring Uh, their explosive plays I don't know what the statistic is but they're high up there in the league in terms of explosive plays that have led to touchdowns explosive plays being 20 plus yards and so forth Uh, however (laughs) the downside is when they're in the red zone they're one of the least effective teams (laughs) and More times than not, you're going to find yourself in red zone situations more so than you're going to be scoring explosive plays. You may have a year where that happens, but that doesn't really happen year to year to year. But you do find yourself in a red zone situations more so year to year to year. Um, And it's not just the wide receivers that are really talented on Seattle. They have two really good running backs, two young talented running backs. The the rookie this past season, and Charbonnet from UCLA, and uh, Walker from Michigan State the year before. And they have two good young tackles, and Lucas and um, I can't remember the other brother's name um, out of Old Miss, but they they had two really good uh, tackles who are young tackles that you can build around. And the interior is solid as well. And even the tight end, who they got uh, Fant in the trade oh. when, they, when they traded uh, uh, Wilson away. So I'm like, you got an NFC conference is not a really strong conference and even defensively there are a few good teams that are pretty good defensively and Frisco's one of those teams and Philly was one of those teams I mean the Bears theirs are an up-and-coming defensive team but outside of that I mean they don't it's not like they're facing the, the Ravens or you know, the Bills or, you know, the Chiefs this year or a traditional Pittsburgh team or the Brown. I mean, all all those powerhouse teams in the AFC are in the AFC. So I'm expecting Seattle to be a top five offensive team, you know. Oh. And I just I saw a team that struggled. Uh, I mean, I will say Drew Locke looked a lot, the backup quarterback looked a lot better. Uh, I think Shane has an ability to work well with the talent in terms of there doesn't seem to be like a lot of, of, of working against what they can do. It's just somehow on the field, it's just not showing the results and that's, that's a conundrum. I'm like, so why is why why isn't this showing itself? And even last year, I mean, they did better. I think last year was more of a surprise, and this year they had more expectations, and they started out decently, and it just seemed like they floundered. And I don't I don't know what the reason reason really was. Um, so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, upside too. Uh, several other teams wanted Shane Waldron. I think the the Raiders were inquiring. Uh, I think it was a lot of teams that had defensive head coaches were inquiring. You know, I can't remember outside of the Raiders or a couple other uh, teams that were looking into trying to get Shane Waldron as well. Now, I think he, from what I hear, he has a really good mind when it comes to football. Uh, But again, you can be a genius, but that doesn't mean, you know, you can be an engineer, but doesn't mean that you have your uh, equipment where it works, you know, for practical reasons. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, like, yeah, I know how to put it together. But, you know, to, to get it so that everybody else can use it and so you get production from it, that's, that's two different things. You know, so so we'll see. I, the, uh, the only other thing, and I know I'm being super long-winded about this, but the only other thing that I, I guess I like about the Bears uh, acquiring an OC as early as they have is that it gives this new OC uh, time to be with Justin to see if this is someone that he can work with, that he can acclimate his uh, football acumen to Justin's uh, skill set, and see if the, the the two merge, so to speak. And it also gives him time, him in the OC time. That if it is Caleb that the Bears, and when Caleb is someone that they start vetting and they start doing the interviews and everything, he'll be in place already, and he'll mm-hmm. have something to juxtapose Caleb to Justin with to kind of see like you know which this that or the other uh, seems like he could have more fruition. You know, down the line. So I I, 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 so at the end of all that, I come away with, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than that, man. Eh. I'm not. I'm... I'm not pissed. I'm not pumped. But I guess it's more important that I'm not pissed. You know, I mean, piss was piss. Piss was naked. Piss was was getsy. I, I I'm not there. I don't think this guy will do that. And and when I say do that, I mean, the things about Getze and, and, and Nagy that, you know, would lend itself to passivity is the fact that these dudes were so st- stuck on what their system was. They weren't trying to acclimate to the talent around them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's to me, that's a, that's a coaching full power one-on-one. I mean, I understand you have your system. I know you have your ways. I know you have structure systems. Those things make sense. I get that. However, these are the players you have. So find a way to, you know, meet in the middle somewhere or find a way to weave that around what your players can do so that the players will in turn trust you and give you more of their all and not just, you know, quarterback but probably the players in general i I think a big fail you saw this season was that at times the team didn't trust in what getsy was calling so their 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 commitment to to executing it was (laughs) was was partial
1: we starting to see
2: a lot of the players come out and speak on it yeah and and you can see that with getsy but you can see that with other teams, you can see that in what the bills were doing, how much differently that team played down the stretch once uh the new OC took over. You saw that in Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh looked like almost a different Pittsburgh looked like, oh, dude, they you might you might get got by Pittsburgh, you know what I'm saying? Mason Rudolph all of a sudden looked like you know, Ohio hey, uh, Oklahoma State Rudolph. That's
1: what that's what I was about to say. Are we sure it was the, the change at OC or just the change at quarterback? Both in both, Pittsburgh, yeah. but I no, it, I'm just joking. Yeah, <laughs> but it's,
2: yeah, it's both. Well, I mean, you know, Trubisky was is crap, so I, I, I'm not saying him. But it, yeah, if if, exactly. if Pickett came, if Pickett came back, I don't think he wouldn't. That's why I think Tomlin, when he said, you know, we're okay at quarterback, realized like I have a better OC. The team is moving and running and executing along the the the, the lines of what I've been accustomed to. And I believe both these quarterbacks, Mason and Pickett, like he he has legitimate depth at quarterback. Now, Pittsburgh, when healthy, is going to be a problem next year. You know, as long as they keep that OC or have an OC that knows what the hell he's doing. And, you know, so it's not just me saying it's about the Bears because it's our team and it's a team that we see. I'm looking at other teams, too, and seeing how they have success and not success. I mean, you take Russell Wilson. You know, Russell leaves. Russell leaves uh, Seattle. We see Geno step in, and we see that there's no drop off. As a matter of fact, it looked like there was a more of an uptick. And mm-hmm. some of that was, you know, Russell leaving, and so the players felt like, you know, it's not just about him; it's more about us. And then the players were even that much more galvanized to what the what the OC was calling. And then you see Russell go to Denver, where him and the OC it doesn't work and then Peyton comes in, and Peyton may be, you know, a bit of a hard ass, but Russell played better because we see a better play caller. You know, shit makes a difference, man. You
1: don't got benched.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, yeah, you know, Ru- Russell doesn't fit what he wants, you know. Ru- Russell, Russell, and that's 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 why I'm like, and this is the other reason why I guess I'm mad, because Russell is more of an off-schedule type kind of quarterback. You know, out of structure type kind of quarterback, and Geno saw, and if Seattle saw more consistency with their offense, and some, you know, for for the most part, and less of a you know here there kind of thing with Geno in place, and it, it, it has gotten me curious that you know, well, I just lost my thought, but basically with Shane Walt with Shane Waldron do they want someone who they feel can be more in structure? And I, I don't know if they think Justin can, can be successful doing that. Whereas with the young kid, they may feel like we get him now while he's young. He's more, he's more moldable. That's not a word, but you can mold him. He's more, you know, he's, he's something that is, that you can mold. Man, I more don't
0: some. know. Mold, that might be a word.
1: Me. You, you just scare me because you said person who not off script, that that just sounds like we gonna draft Drake May. That just scared me. That <laughs> that's what I just got from what you just said. Because there's no way you want to take Caleb Williams and take away that that type of playmaking ability. You get what I'm saying? Like it's no way you do that. Like so, please
0: God, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me uh I want to give some kudos. Um I like the fact that they were able to bring in what did they bring in nine, ten guys like, something like yeah, that uh, to nice interview. Shot. Um all from Bunchy. different, you know, uh different coaching trees, mostly from that McVeigh Shanahan tree. But mm-hmm. uh but yeah, uh different yeah. coaches and somehow nothing leaked about which way they're uh they're leaning. thinking, yeah, yeah leaning yeah. for yeah. a quarterback. That yeah. they they that played surprises this
1: me. they played this as well as the fans to so perfection on this one.
0: Yeah. Cause it was like
1: yeah. every other OC you had a few like Shane where you didn't really know how it portrays which quarterback you, but you bring in Greg Roman, okay everybody oh that mean they that means just, just, Justin Stade then you bring in Cliff Kingsman oh that mean this Caleb <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so they had everybody just flipping the flop and flopping like oh no one really knew like you said it was no leaks it was, it was interesting but like GM said also like to get it done early was 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 different mm-hmm. for the Bears You know, and like, I think that is a huge piece here, like you said, for them to, for Shane to be able to sit with Justin, meet with Justin, do whatever he needs to do with Justin, and then go through the draft process with Caleb to decipher which way we should go. You know, like, I'm seeing some change in the management department that i haven't that we haven't seen structurally and structurally organizational yeah, structure yeah you know and so that's a that's a definite positive there you yeah. know so
0: yeah i agree with that and then going right. back to what uh what Shane Waldron did with with Gino Smith i mean you look back Geno smith was relegated to a uh he was going to be a career backup as he was he was on that that trajectory. Uh, He had, he was that trajectory. He wasn't wasn't on it. Yeah. I mean, he hadn't, he hadn't started uh, or hadn't been the, uh, the main starter um, for a team since, well, the Jets in 2014. He came in with the Giants. He started what? He started a couple games. Yeah, a few games. You know, he wasn't the, he wasn't the guy. Well, he thought uh, he was. With the Giants. Maybe, maybe maybe (laughs) he he did. He thought he was. But, (laughs) <laughs> and then all of a sudden uh Russ leaves, um, you know, Gino wins the job because they brought in Drew Locke to be to be well, that's that part guy. of the trade. Yeah, that's part and of yeah, the trade. Yeah. And uh Gino won that job. Gino you know. through for through for almost forty three hundred yards um mm-hmm. in 2022, one comeback player of the year. Right. Do you realize that? He would be the Bears all time single season leader in passing yards <laughs> <laughs> if, if if he were here in 2022. Gen- Geno uh, Smith. Geno Smith would be, absolutely. Uh wow. this this past season, he missed a couple games. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, threw for thirty seven hundred yards this year. And uh yeah, that he that would put him like in the top five, I think, in uh in single season all-time bears quarterback. So obviously he can, you know, he can work with uh with, with different quarterbacks. That says a lot to me. I'm sorry. And I sorry, know that's you... I know that's that's this low-hanging fruit and you know, but hey, it, it, that's so, an upgrade. That's good.
2: Here's my question. So in Gino's two years combined, would he be the bears all-time leading passer or like second behind Cutler? <laughs> you could buy this two years.
0: <laughs> He'd be he second. Be well, uh, Man, he fight fight. might be
2: second. He might be second all time passing. Well, you he's still, top he was, three. He's he's got
0: to pass Sid Luckman. You know, oh,
2: well, Sid Luckman's got like what six thousand yards passing.
0: Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that 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 definitely says something to me. Uh, Smoke you brought up earlier, uh, the fact that he has uh experience calling plays now now he's you know done it for three years uh as opposed to to get it was like oh he was in green Bay system you know mm-hmm. he must have learned something from from uh from from leFleur mm-hmm. just throw him in there and he was I don't think he was ready for that jump.
1: And what we've seen is LaFleur is the guy.
0: Don't oh,
1: hire anyone that is coming from LaFleur. Because what was the other one? Well, we so
0: Hackett. Other? Hackett. That's right, what I'm Denver saying. Hackett M-M was, was ready. Yeah.
1: Getzy, terrible. And LaFleur coaching circles around
0: people. With <laughs> so, Jordan Love. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, clearly, they got a guy that, that, that has been his own man. Um, and you know has a chance now to to make a make a huge jump here um fairly quickly hopefully you know now um, the- now the question is what they're gonna do at quarterback. And I don't want to get into a long discussion about justin fields and Caleb williams yeah. who, who should they draft? What? I think we've gone what? over that, and we got plenty of time to to, to talk about that but i that's 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 next on the board now.
1: Oh, my God. But either either way, either way, whether we keep Justin, whether we draft Caleb, if both pop, we'll have a new O.C. That's the issue there.
2: I mean, hopefully the the quarterback, you hire somebody else who's in the same vein so that the quarterback doesn't have to make a a vast adjustment and then the quarterback has at least a basis of stability of understanding his effectiveness in that type of offense and then the quarterback hopefully should be able to have a voice enough to articulate more so i'm successful doing this because of xyz as opposed to i did this back in college Mm -hmm. you know for example um lamar jackson just recently this past game you know, first half, they're having some issues with Houston's defense and and what have you. And Lamar, you know, goes to Harbaugh and and he's like, look, this ain't working. And I like like we had we need to problem solve. Now my part of the problem solving is telling you what's not working and what's what's not happening out there. So you call on this, this isn't working because of this reason, that reason. Now I don't know what I may not know what the solution is, but I'm telling you what the problem is. You know, as opposed to I mean, identifying a problem. And that's that's the first part of any kind of solution, identifying a problem. So, but my point being Lamar is, was confident enough and well-versed enough in this offense and confident enough in his abilities that he can articulate that, as opposed to the first time around when they were a the first seed, they being the Ravens. I think it was his first MVP season or whatever. He was still not that vocal leader or, or that person who could, who, who maybe felt comfortable was telling the OC what can and can't work or even maybe even recognizing what's not working for them you know what I mean so to your point yeah if it was working Shane Waldron leaves maybe that that year that that tutelage and and, and, and learning Justin or Caleb whomever it is learns enough about what they're capable of doing that they can at least articulate. You know more so why X Y Z isn't working because this is this is Lamar's first season in a new system with Munkin. You know what I'm saying so, but he felt comfortable, confident, up be like, "Yo, this isn't working." They made adjustments in the second half, and then they ran away with the game. So, um and that's something that's part of the growth process that your quarterback has to have too. I, I don't know if if. Well, I'm pretty certain because we just saw it. Like, Justin wasn't really that dude. He wasn't really saying those things. He was, again, I, I think he's been too deferential. Uh, Caleb, if that is who we end up taking and, and letting Justin go. Caleb, uh, he has more of a carefree spirit. I think he he's more probably more of an iconic I'm not saying he's disrespectful and be like, yeah, hey, screw that play. But I think he's, he's more willing to be like, yeah, no, nah, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to be me. And I'm going to do this. Whereas Justin fought against being me and being disrespectful or, or perceived disrespect by not sticking with whatever the call play was. Does that make any sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Dude, I do. I just had a horrible vision, not vision, but just a realization that Justin literally is number 10. He's 10 all time in Bears passing history. Uh, as struck, as as struggle and beleaguered as he's been these two two and a half seasons or three seasons since he's been here, but you know the equivalent of whatever he's played game wise,
0: forty games, <laughs> he's top ten in forty games. I I got one better for you. Oh my god, I got one better for you. Geno Smith uh-huh. will be the number two, uh, career passing leader for the Bears. He has passed Sid Luckman. With oh, uh, his, for his career, you're talking for his about. career, yeah. 14,823. <laughs> wow, so uh, and that's just a
2: backup on how many different teams?
0: <laughs> that, that's a that's a damn shame, man. Oh my god, this yeah. organization has
2: been around for 100 years. Uh, <laughs> dude, Jim Harbaugh is number three, yeah. yeah. damn, it, it's just insane, dude. That, uh, Mr. Trubisky's Mr. Trubisky's five, five. that's five. even more insane. Oh my good googly moogly. Look, I, at this point, I don't, it doesn't matter who the hell the quarterback is, it's got to be better than that. <laughs> what we've had career-wide. I mean, just to stay one more year, he's gonna be top, he's gonna be top three. I mean, not top three, but top five, top five, uh, top top five. five. yeah, because
1: he's only like 2,000 behind Mitch, right? Uh, 3,000 no. over 3,000, we'll 30, over 3,
2: 3, I think
0: yeah, one good year, <laughs>
2: one good 3,500 year. No, 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 season. he's
0: four, it's 4,000. He's oh, yeah, about four thousand.
2: Right. that Okay, yeah. so two, so season and a half. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, he could get four thousand next year. Yeah, let's get a, let's get three thousand first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his levels to this. Yes, there's <laughs> there's levels. <to> this. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Um, so next, I guess he's uh, Waldron's going to fill out his offensive staff. I know he's talking to a couple guys from Seattle now, uh to try to get them to come over. Um that's my other, that
2: was my other question. Like, okay, he's the OC, but who who's his quarterback's coach? Who's the running back's coach? Who who are these skilled position coach? Who's the receiver's coach? I mean, hey, if it's the receiver's coach that Seattle has, then i I feel good. You know, I mean if it's any of the skilled guys, you know, I I guess that's not bad. I, I mean I, I didn't know who any of those cats were that we had, man. I mean, it's like you—you you look at what Detroit did, and what Campbell did. Like maybe because a lot of those, several, several of those guys were players that played and played well.
0: well that's why. That's why we knew them. Yeah,
2: and but some of them coached too. You know, like Randall L had been other places coaching before Randall, he came to Detroit.
0: Aaron Glenn, Aaron on the Glenn. side of the ball. Deuce Staley was there, right? He'd, before he'd, before going to uh, to Carolina. And getting that yeah. go there for whatever reason, but uh, but yeah, he yeah. was he was in Detroit,
2: and it's a part of that that turnaround. It makes a difference, But You you look at the Michigan uh, Wolverines and their team, and Harbaugh had some of those guys who were former uh, NFL players or NFL coaches, you know, coaching that Michigan team. And coaching makes a difference, man. And and experienced coaching, you know, you, you, you cut through a lot of BS you cut through a lot of figuring figuring yourself out. You know, sometimes these guys are trying to prove themselves, and it's just like, you know, the egos get
0: in the way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As we move on to, uh, to the playoffs. Playoffs? Uh, playoffs? Well, have you seen the commercial with uh, with Jim Moore and, and Kevin Hart? I, I didn't it hear Kings
2: Yeah, I didn't hear it. I saw. I'm like, I, I know. I was like, I, I, I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't hear. I'm like, it's gotta be, you know, making fun of him saying playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool one. to
0: bring that back. I got, I got yeah. to give him, give him credit for that one. Um, <laughs> but it was good, man. Good weekend of uh, in the divisional round. Um, I mean, as bad as even the you know the Ravens, you know, won thirty four ten, but it was a it was a ten ten ball game mm. at half so yeah. really really good games uh throughout the weekend um guess I'll start with the Ravens Lamar Jackson's not playing around people oh well,
2: that that Ravens aren't playing around yeah that's
0: insane. did that defense that, oh my. that number zero that uh yeah. that used to play for the Bears is, <laughs> is uh yeah ooh
2: and they're not even healthy, as healthy as they could be. Like, they, Marlon Humphrey didn't play the last game. And Roby was stiffening it like, like, man, dude, looking like how you did back in Denver back in the day. I mean, these guys are playing with such confidence, man, and such surety that it's like they're playing. It, it's Sometimes you can see it in a team, whatever the unit is. I think sometimes it's easier to identify with defense because they enforce their will so much more dramatically at times through the physicality. Then you may see on offense unless it's like a power running team or whatever. But on defense, man, they just have that look like, no, nah, like we got like that. You ain't getting shit. <laughs> you know, I'm like, like, like I've being here in Chicago. We've seen that. You know, we've seen various iterations of those type of defenses where it's like, yeah, now nah, we the best motherfuckers on the field right now. I know our offense may stink, but you ain't getting shit on us. You know, and to have an offense that's good and the defense that's playing like that. I, man, dude, I look, I, 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 like Mahomes. I like, I, I like, I like, you know, these teams that are in the final four, I, you know, for the most part, I like them. Um, and I, you know, I know Brandon, our co worker is Mr. Mr. Mahomes through and through, but I, I don't think that Patrick is getting his second road victory this year.
1: <laughs> you see how you had. Say to say that you ain't saying that you're not ready right right right. you're not (laughs) ready to say that now now granted Baltimore should be the favorite but it is still Patrick Mahomes so (laughs) that's all that's why I worry that's why I worry Baltimore definitely looked of the weekend looked like easily the best team in football Mm -hmm. looks like it should be a no doubt that they get there I just pray that that same team shows up against Pat Mahomes.
2: Right. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes has played against a defense, maybe San Francisco in a Super Bowl, but I I don't think in the AFC he's really going up against that good a defense. That that talent and versatility. I'm mean, like New England's defense was sound mm-hmm. and disciplined, but I'll act. But
0: my but they weren't is, they weren't on that level though.
1: No, 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 no. That's the truth. But here's here's what I'm here's what I'm going with it. Will Baltimore defense be what you've been
2: seeing? Yeah, I don't see any reason why not. They haven't varied from that. They haven't deviated all year from that. And defenses, hey. they they don't deviate too much to me like an offense may. Like like your defense usually saying, travels. Offense I get sometimes it. Don't travel.
1: That's true, but. Kansas City offense has looked terrible all year long. Except for one game. And we know the game. Uh, we're not gonna <laughs> speak on that game. I they look terrible about all year the, long. the game
0: where they put up 40 points? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: They look damn good against Baltimore. I mean against Buffalo they on looked, the road.
2: They looked effective. Uh, they, nothing about them stood to me. This off, this it's still not the offenses that won those Super Bowls.
1: I I I, I can I can agree to that. But one I thing I saw, catch. one thing I saw, I saw them receive was all of a sudden making tough catches when they've been dropping balls all year long. I saw Kelsey right back to didn't look like didn't look like Taylor Swift's Kelsey, looked like <laughs> Travis Kelsey. You get what I'm saying? Like like so. I hope I pray that. The Baltimore Ravens get this done, but man, am I
2: nervous? I, I, I think they, man, I think they will because I look back at last week's game against Buffalo. I don't think the defense let them down so much as the offensive players on Buffalo let them down. Because think about that—that that Kansas City should have scored that one touchdown and get, it probably let naked call the play when McCall Hartman came around on a sweep. And got the ball knocked out of his hands, and it went into the end zone. It was a touchback because that, that was on, been- that was on Harvin. Though I'm not gonna put that on the co- on the coach. Don't call that damn play with that little <laughs> motherfucker going around the side. And do that. Shit. About, hold on to the ball.
1: That's really? that's that's it.
0: You gotta hold him accountable. Hold on to the ball. You gotta not, hold I'm, him accountable. I'm not. Please, I'm not and, saying he's not.
2: But and they and tried to play earlier. Change.
0: Please don't change the rule. Yeah, no, don't change that. Rule. I've, I've been, I've been, he- I've been hearing, you know, whispers about that that uh, they're going to change the uh, the touchback rule if you fumble the ball into the end zone. No, no, that's no, football, defense, man. Yeah. yeah,
2: no, they tried that play earlier and didn't get much from it. That's why I was like, why are you calling that play again at the end zone? It's like you, we've seen that so much from them. I, I, I'm like, yeah, they, they're going to meet you there and hit the hell out of you because they already know where you're going. But it was exactly. only a fumble
1: because he tried to reach out. Yeah. He just what, uh,
2: go down. He's at the one. My point was that <laughs> offense, well the, the special teams tried to do something that they had no business trying to do. That was just goofy. And so that put that pressure on that defense and I I they did what they had to do. They did their job enough. They held mm-hmm. them. Hell, they they even if they held them to a field goal, they would have done their job. And it was better, you know, it turned out. But that offense is like, man, dude, like make a catch. Like, bro, you know, I mean, I think maybe Gabe Davis not being there. I haven't heard so many people talk about him not being in that game. He makes that catch that Sheffield doesn't make, you know, and and he's not falling on the ground trying to make the catch. He's probably standing up making the catch and still running. Uh, Him not playing in that game, I think, hurt You think so? Dude, Gabe Davis is better than that Sheffield. No, 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 no,
1: no. I'm saying you said he's probably catching that ball running.
2: I didn't think that was the greatest of balls. No, no. What I'm saying is Sheffield, is it, it wasn't, but Sheffield hasn't played enough to be used to, to Josh and in, in in seeing the trajectory of the ball. You know what I mean? Like Gabe's got that, I've played with you. I, I get how your ball spins. I know when your ball ain't doing what it normally does. He can make that adjustment. I think he would have made that adjustment to the ball. But Sheffield's adjustment to the ball wasn't very good. It wasn't a great pass, but you're dealing with elements. You're dealing with some other things. It hung up in the air a little bit. The, the defender didn't do a good job of adjusting to the ball either. It should have been it could have been knocked down, or, or even picked potentially. But I thought Sheffield seeing the ball all the way. I don't think he adjusted to it well enough, and so he, it, it became a much more difficult catch. I think Gabe Davis would have done better job than that, and and, and Gabe being there maybe even made Shakur even more dangerous. But I just the, the offense to me let Buffalo down not so much because it was the final score.
0: Uh. 30, 27
2: 24. Yeah. Yeah. 27, yeah. 24. So, I, you know, I, you know, against a talent like Mahomes, and that's, you know, I, I, I'm i not saying the defense couldn't have played better, but I didn't feel like the defense lost in that game as much as I felt like the offense. Because so, at one point, it looked like it was just going to be go back and forth. Sometimes you just have those games, which is back and forth. Like the defense is like, look, dude, we're trying everybody, like, both sides, like, we're trying our best. And then it, you know, then it stalled for a little bit. But, I don't see I don't see Baltimore doing that, man. I I I don't see them. I don't. I don't that I'm more worried about if Baltimore is going to execute on offense. That that's the thing. If they execute on offense like they have been, I don't think
0: the Chiefs stand a chance. Um uh, I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna go to uh, Green Bay and San Francisco. San Francisco escaped. Man, with Escape would win there escaped. Uh, at home. Escape. Yep. Boom, 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 yep. Boom. Overrated. It, it, oh man, that was that was that was one
1: of the most frustrating games I watched in a while because as a Chicago Bears fan, we are forbidding. forbidden. Forbidden <laughs> from rooting for the Green Bay Packers. But I could not help myself. But to root for the Green Bay Packers in that game. No, I,
0: wanna,
1: I wanted them to win. Assume, I, them to win. I, I, I could not help myself. I, I wanted them to I win. I couldn't help myself. How about you, be. I could not help myself. One thing that I want to put out there, and I want to say this loud and clear for guys like Alex Brown, who, who loves to say, you know, that quarterback in Green Bay, I want a guy like that. No, you know what I want from Green Bay? I want a running back like that. Aaron Jones is the truth. He's a truth. It seems like the guy never gets hit going backwards. He's always getting positive yardage. That is what makes that offense go. Having a running back like that. Two, what I was pissed off about is Green Bay defenders had. Too many chances for picks, and I'm talking pick sixes Mm -hmm. that they caught against Dak Prescott that made the media, national media go crazy on him, but you you drop it for Brock Purdy.
2: (laughs) Y'all probably sense what I wanted to say. It was raining for Brock Purdy. It it was raining. The ball was slick. That's Brock Purdy.
1: If they catch those picks, that game is not even close, man. It's not even close. And that and that's what that's what frustrates you about the game of football. One week Dak Prescott is a bum because he threw a pick six. The next week Brock Purdy is a god because a drop a pick six was dropped and he had a weak ass game winning drive.
0: Well, it's because the ball was thrown. You know, um, it was a poorly thrown ball, but it was thrown just right so that the defender would miss it. So you know, right. You know, like, man, Green Bay should have
1: won, won that
2: game, <laughs> dude, I was pulling for Green Bay because, to me, I was, I'll tell you who I was pulling for, our division rivals. I was pulling for Green Bay and Detroit because man. I felt like the, the further those both those teams advance, the more I should signal, keep Justin. Sure. Get behind your quarterback, I, develop I, him, and invest hey, in I, him, I, and they will get you there. I and either one of those quarterbacks – Although Goff was a number one pick overall, he ain't that dude. And you know that because if he was that dude, he'd still be in L.A. And Jordan had sat for three years, so you know he wasn't that dude because he sat for three years. But both those teams, both those organizations invested differently, but they both invested in those quarterbacks and look at them now. And you can't tell me either one of those two are definitively better than Justin. As far as his skill set, they're more accomplished than him right now, but they've had different circumstances, better circumstances than Justin. But you can't tell me they're more talented than him. And if I can have the more talented guy finally being, have some investment put in him, and damn it, why can't we be where they at? I mean, look mm-hmm. at what the freaking Buccaneers did with Baker Mayfield. That dude's been bouncing around. That offensive coordinator was new to being an offensive coordinator. But they built slowly. They built consistently, and then they got better as the season went on. They were one of the hotter teams at the end of the year. I'm just saying, man. I, I, that's what, that's why I was born from Green Bay. You know, well, I mean, there, there's I, a cultural
1: reason too. I mean, I had yeah, I had that thought as well. I had that thought as well because, like I've said, like I said last week when we talked, you change the quarterback. I don't care that he's a rookie. The expectations is ten wins. So, so with with Green Bay possible Green Bay versus a Detroit Lions NFC Championship matchup, it's gonna be real hard for a rookie to come in and over and, and make that jump. It's Gonna be real hard. Your best bet is to hope Justin pop, or if he fail, you you okay? <laughs> Because my thing is, you're falling in the same cycle with a rookie quarterback. It's going to be really hard for him to come in and win. And what's going to be a tough division? What's going to be a tough division? Minnesota's going to bring Kirk Cousins back. So what's going to be said when we are last place in the division with the savior, Caleb Williams? What's going to be said Mm -hmm. then? next year he's a rookie you can't year. say that you can't say that next year for him you can't i know as i know you was telling us you gotta give him a chance but you cannot say that for him next year
2: sure he can he's a rookie yeah, see. Yeah. not that hard hey, you, you can say <laughs> it
0: but hey by it, the it, way i'm uh i'm kicking anthony davis out of chicago he can't. Oh man, you should have been you should have been did he, that. He got, he got hurt again. dude. No, no, he, a Packers no, no, fan. No. he showed up to the game what? in a Packers jersey.
1: Yeah, he a Packers fan. Oh.
0: That yeah. should have told you everything you need to know. That's why the man yeah. stay hurt. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't come back to my city no more. Sorry. Sorry. But yeah. Uh speaking of the other the other other division rival, the uh Lions Bucks. Good that game. was a really good game. Yeah, real good really game. good game. Uh, Happy for
1: Jerry Goff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy for Jerry Goff and the city of Detroit. And Dan Campbell, Mr. Mr. Yeah. O. Bite him up yeah. the kneecaps. We was all yeah. laughing
2: a few years back.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> man, it's funny. I saw somebody share a post from Jameel Hill when he got hired saying, this is the guy black black coaches are losing to. Like yeah. saying like not getting jobs right. because a guy right. like because him, of, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like,
0: man, uh, reminds me of uh of a former Chicago coach talking about his trajectory right now, with with uh with Ditka, like third year of a of a bad bad franchise. He told him he was gonna oh, get oh, him to oh. the game. Year three, he's in the NFC championship game. Same thing that uh that Ditka did in, in eighty four.
2: Well, I'll say this about Dan Campbell. Uh, I like the fact that he's hired so many brothers. In in coaching positions. Aaron Glenn. Uh, at one point he had do Staley, correct? hmm Yeah, he's had he some Steel other- guy. No, no Deuce, Deuce, was to, he, Deuce he was went,
0: he went to be yeah. the assistant head coach in Carolina. Oh, yeah, he got fired. And he got right. fired, he got yeah, fired right. Right. Um, yeah,
2: And not that, but who does Campbell work for? Brother. Yeah. Brother. yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, it, and it's like, and Campbell's vibe to me is, I don't give a F. <laughs> These are the people I rock with.
1: He fits Detroit.
2: And, 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 you know, he, he does fit Detroit. He really does. He really does. He really does. So, so yeah, I'm I'm I hate to say it's a division rival, but I'm, I'm not pissed at the Lions. You know, like, no,
0: no, uh they, they are a likable team. Yeah.
2: I've just screwed with David Montgomery, but everybody else I'm cool with. It. <laughs> you, you you know you know you know what I like most about
1: the Lions, and and to it's me beautiful. it's the Lions why you should keep just if it's one team in this division, we know we give a good, we give problems to. <laughs> it's the, it's the best team in this <laughs> goddamn <Yeah>. bitch. <laughs> Just has his best games against yeah. them.
2: Even Trubisky did. Go figure. That's
0: right. Uh, yeah, yeah um, I'm excited. I'm happy. So championship, championship games this week. Uh, the first game is. I think Chiefs-Ravens is going to be the first game, and then the late game is going to be Lions in San oh, Francisco. You both, are, that.
1: both are Sunday, right? Both Sunday, yeah.
0: You got
2: to flip good. that. Detroit-Fisco should be first. Yeah, that should be first. But I guess because it's San Francisco, it's West <laughs> Coast. So. Don't
0: they Don't they swap? Don't the conferences swap the, uh, I have the games no each idea. year? I, I feel have like no they, idea. I feel like, yeah. But I it might be did.
1: what GM is saying. The time's
0: the time, on time, yeah. Forty nine is for a noon kickoff. Local noon local time kickoff. <laughs> Wait, the
1: oh yeah, because it'll be noon there. It'll be noon yeah, in right, right.
0: San Francisco, yeah, yeah. East Coast time, yeah. So it should be should be a good good uh championship weekend. Uh, on Sunday. Um got some news today, some some shocking. I know when I saw it, I was I was a little perplexed. Uh, Adrian Griffin fired by the Milwaukee Bucks. You were shocked uh, about that? Uh, well, I was, considering the yeah. fact that he just got hired, uh, he's only forty something games. in, what are they? They're <laughs> 30 and thirteen. They're 30, second 13? in the East. It's
1: crazy. I had. I'm not shocked about it though. No. I, what I'm shocked about is the hire, the replacement. That tells but, me y'all don't want to win. I fired there. him for what? To hire dude?
0: No, oh,
1: he... good riddance. You're not all... gonna win.
0: Wait, that's also within the hour. Doc Rivers is the is the exactly uh, is the head is coach. the well not the head because he hasn't been hired yet, but he's the number one candidate. And then it was. It's like, yeah, yeah, I will. I will hours. agree with you that, like, really. But, uh, but yeah, you second in the East. I don't get. Unless something, like I said, something could have happened.
1: Well, they were having issues with it. it was it was appeared that the players were having issues with Griffin earlier on in the season. So that's why I wasn't shocked that this happened mm-hmm. because they were talking about it on like the different sports shows, like what's going on with Giannis and Griffin. Like mm-hmm. it was like Giannis was talking back to him or yelling at him. Or, not paying attention to him, it was different at, things like
0: Giannis that. yells at everybody though.
1: I mean, but <laughs> it was it was a point of emphasis, so that's why I didn't shock me
0: that this happened.
1: Like I said, I'm just shocked at who they replaced him man. with. Man, that's, you're not even halfway through the season. It's man. tough. Like it's unfortunate. I, I'm not a fan of it, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not shocked.
0: I mean, from what I remember, you know, he used to be a bull and. I know that he's well respected around the league, even back when he was a player. Um, that's that's what that's what shocks me about it. Um and like I said was he was 40, on Tier Staff, right? 40-something games. He was, yeah. Yeah. 40-something games. He was also in Toronto. That's not, that's not a great uh But he was he was in Toronto with uh I think he was there with Nick Nurse um for that championship run. Um so yeah, he's 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 been some places. Uh, just forty something games in that that I I don't I don't know if I can remember a a, a guy getting fired like this with a winning record. Yeah,
1: maybe you know. David Black. Hm. Uh,
0: David Black yeah, might be it. That was that was, but he was he was there for longer than a year though. Black got to a oh, finals, didn't he? Yeah.
1: I yeah, think Black, he was only Black there got, for one year. Yeah, but he got to a finals. Well, he got though. to a finals, that's, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's even crazier. Well, actually, Byron Scott. <laughs>
2: that's
1: even crazier. Black got to a finals and got fired. <laughs> I remember Doug, remember Doug Collins. That's uh, even
0: wilder. Doug Collins got the Bulls to Eastern Conference finals Wait, and got fired no, after
1: that. No, the, uh, let's see. David Black. Because it was in year two when
2: he got fired, and they were like 40 and something. Well, we're forgetting about Byron Scott. Took the team to two back-to-back uh, championship appearances, and they got fired halfway through the, on the, the following season. How do you fire a guy that that your organization got to a finals that had never ever been to before? That's the guy you want to get rid of. Yeah. I mean, why? Because he yells at the players or he looks side at him? I mean, well, get if over your, it. If
0: your, if your star says, I'm, uh, I can't deal with this guy no more,
1: it's a players' league, man. Yeah. So David Blatt was. Got to get over that. Went to the finals in year one. Right. With the 53 and 29 record. He was fired in year two with the 30 and 11 record. Wow. So this Adrian Griffin thing is is light work. That man went to the finals and was thirty and eleven the next year
2: and got
0: fired.
2: <laughs> that's insane. That's, that's crazy. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you want? Like, what are you, what are you doing here?
0: Well, the good thing is his contract's guaranteed, so uh, so he'll be paid through this. But yeah, that I I I think that sucks for Adrian Griffin personally. I don't know the inner the inner workings of what happened, but uh hey, that's messed up. Uh last thing before we uh before we get the picks. Um uh, the baseball hall of fame uh yeah. made their their uh their latest um uh, choices today. And um uh, I'm not gonna call it lackluster.
1: That's more that's
0: a me but that's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Over the Bears offensive coordinator. This is meh. Uh, Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer. Um, They, they all, I was, I was, uh, we were looking at this earlier. I guess they all deserve it. Um, Beltre got to 3,000 hits. Uh, Helton may have too, now that I think about it. And then Joe, good hitter, Joe Mauer. I, I remember going up to Minnesota when Joe Mauer was in his prime, and uh, he might as well have been God up in Minneapolis, the the way that he was. He was uh, he was praised. Ty doesn't have three thousand. He's got twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Twenty
1: five hundred three. As a first, th- huh? Yeah, this was a. Uh... This was huh. a we're five time up. all-star. Yeah, this is pretty bad.
0: This th- top, yeah, this is a this is interesting. Five time all-star, four time silver slugger, uh, twenty five hundred and nineteen hits, three hundred and sixty-nine homers. He hit three sixteen uh for his career. That's, that's not bad. That's nothing to sneeze at. Um huh. All right. Meh. Yeah. (laughs) Meh. But uh why why is why do you think that the usually there's like this, you know, ultra fanfare that leads up to you know the announcement of of the names. I, (laughs) I I honestly didn't know this was happening until I I saw the article.
2: Because of the because of the ones that they have nominated, or that they they, they it's that even they're not pumped, even they're like, yeah, eh. <clears throat> you know what?
1: It's gonna hurt me to say. What killed the Hall of Fame was now the Hall of Fame has had its issues with no bonds, no p roles. You know, guys like that are not getting in. But to me, what officially killed the Hall of Fame, and this is going to probably trip a lot of people out, Mariano Rivera going in Why? Because, okay, you had Griffey was before him, right? He was like uh-huh. 99 point something. Then it was Mariano went 100. Then Jeter was after that. You don't have any other players of that magnitude coming outside of the steroid era,
0: guy. Mary was Mariano the first to to be unanimous. The First one
1: hundred percent. Yeah, yep. yeah, first one hundred percent, and I he's remember, the there, only. He's the only. There, there,
0: was, there was always a guy that would uh, that wouldn't vote for a person just to make sure because mm-hmm. uh, your guy Babe Ruth uh, wasn't unanimous. So how can how can they be unanimous? Unanimous. But put uh, a made up person
1: in the hall of fame, <laughs> but might as well
0: put me in there. That, that's the interesting way to look at it. Um, I'm looking at the, I, the next names on the list. Gary Sheffield was, oh, excuse me, Billy Wagner, uh, was the closest at 73 percent. You got to get 75 like, percent. Like, look at Billy Wagner. Looking, Are yeah.
1: we fucking serious?
0: Gary Sheffield is next, uh, Andrew Jones. Uh Carlos Beltran, A Rod, uh Manny Ramirez, Chase Sutley, Omar Viscal. Actually, he's still on the list. Uh Bobby Abreu Jimmy Rod. a lot of uh a lot of late career white socks on this list. Yes
1: yeah, it's, <laughs> it's
0: bad dog. There's no no one there. Andy Pettit is at 13.5%. He's probably not going to make it. Um, But that's 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 what I'm saying.
1: Most of the best guys you name are steroid era. Yeah. So uh, outside of the steroid era, those surefire Hall of Famers was Griffey, Rivera, and Jeter. And the amount of votes they got was crazy. So now they don't want to have because then we have an instance where we had a year where everyone's in. Uh, no, that yeah. They no
0: don't one, want. No they don't want to have it, yeah. that no more.
1: Yeah. You know so, yeah, I think that's the issue. Just my thought. No, no. You no. you got you got to you. You cannot ignore the steroid era that revived
0: baseball. I I I said that you should. They should. Uh, go ahead, put those guys in, but then it should be noted because because basically the Hall of Fame is a museum, right? You can't erase what history. they did. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. But you should, yeah, I, I think you should mention mention what happened uh, during that era. Um, put
1: the damn but Mitchell report
0: can. in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Wow, um, I don't know how you Sad. can. You you can't have a and and I've I've changed on this over the years, but you can't have a uh, a Hall of Fame without Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, A Rod, uh, Manny Ramirez, another one. I, I I I have an issue with that. So uh, so yeah, but good, but small, good point though. I, I I that makes sense. Yo, fellows, let's go to picks. And uh since we didn't do a show last week, we had to go back. Our last picks were for the wild card round. Um I've dug myself out of the sellers, people, out of the cellar people. Oh, I'm,
1: <laughs> in, I'm in last place.
0: I went three and o. I'm uh, I'm that's 24 great. and 21 now. Wow, uh, that's impressive. Smoke you in one and two. Dang. You are now 22 21, and two. And nice. uh Glenn, you are still in first place. You went 1-2 as well. You're 26-17-2. So, yeah, uh, for the first time this season. You don't have to pick first. I don't have to pick first. <laughs> Smoke, you are on the clock. What do you got?
1: I'm going both dogs. I'm going Chiefs plus four and Lions plus seven. Chiefs
0: plus the four Plus the seven. I'm actually going, I think I'm a in real life, I'm going to play the Lions. That, that seven points is enticing. Um, I'm going to go Ravens minus the four. And um, I'm going to take, I'm going to go Lions plus the seven. Glenn, who you got? Uh, I'm going to
2: take the Ravens. Um, minus hey, sir, you sure it's minus four and not minus three and a half?
0: I'm on ESPN, so I...
2: yeah, I'm looking at because we, we agreed to go Caesars and Caesars yeah. got it three and a half, minus three and a half. We go there,
0: okay? Let's do it. Yeah, that's fine.
2: So I guess Caesars, All right, maybe I got Caesars, I got the Ravens is minus three and a half, and I'm going to take the under that one which is 44 and a half and then I'm going to take uh the Lions plus 7 against the 49ers so I'm still go 3 I know y'all were scared to do 3 but I'm going to go ahead and do 3 <laughs> <laughs> All right, good look luck. at that. Look at that over and under for the Lions at 49ers this is in the 60s.
1: Ooh. Damn
2: I would definitely take the under in that one. Me <laughs> too. Yeah, actually, you know what? Uh,
0: 33 to 30. That could be that final score. In that game. Uh, I can't. well don't I don't know about that.
2: You know what? Let me switch that. I'm gonna take the under in <laughs> the lions and 49ers. That's a lot of points, man. I, swear, I mean, both you know what? Both their secondaries are weaky weaky. All right. Both their running games are good. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, I'll take the under and the Lions Forty ers Lions plus seven, and then uh, Ravens minus three and a half.
0: All right that's going to do it for this week's edition of the easy smoke and the gm podcast we want to thank everyone for listening we greatly appreciate it you can catch our podcast at apple podcasts stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast you can also catch us at hp53productions.com there you'll find a link to our podcast and the super duper podcast hosted by rob griggs and yours truly yo glenn Yep, please take us out Hey, it's like we
2: always say, everybody, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong.
0: Catch you next week.